One of the most effective ways to grow your business is by referrals. The challenge is that most sales professionals do not have a referral process. Our guest today, Mike Garrison, is a true expert in generating referrals, helping financial advisors generate a predictable stream of referrals for their business. Whether you own a business, lead a sales team, or work in marketing, you are going to benefit from the ideas in this episode. Are you ready to accelerate the growth of your business? Welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. This is the place for business owners, sales leaders, and marketing professionals to get ideas and inspiration to drive exponential revenue growth. Each week, you'll get actionable insights from the world's leading marketing and sales thought leaders and practitioners. Are you ready to grow? Let's join our host, Daryl Amy, author of Revenue Growth Engine. Welcome back to the Revenue Growth Podcast on C-Suite Radio, the world's largest business podcast network. I'm your host, Daryl Amy, Revenue Growth Architect, helping great companies grow revenue. I'm glad you're here today. You know, as we're publishing this episode, the world continues to wrestle with the unpredictable nature of the COVID-19 crisis. And as hard as this is for many businesses, I absolutely love the resiliency that companies of all sizes are showing as we work together to drive and thrive. As we've been saying at the C-Suite Radio Network, this is the time to drive and thrive. And it's encouraging to see so many business people pushing forward to find solutions to our pressing challenges. The Revenue Growth Podcast brings you actionable insights from leading sales and marketing thought leaders every week, all aimed at helping you grow your business. And today is no different. I'm excited to introduce you to Mike Garrison, the founder of Values-Based Mindset and co-author of the book, Truth or Delusion, Busting Networking's Biggest Myths. He's a true expert in the area of referral selling, working with high-performance financial advisors, helping them build businesses with better results and less regret. In this episode, we get into the nitty-gritty of referrals. We'll address questions like, why are salespeople hesitant to ask for referrals? You'll discover the true value of referrals, and we'll also discuss the three people involved in each referral and which one has the most amount of risk. So if you want to grow your business, grab a pen and notepad and get ready to learn from Mike after a brief message from our sponsor. Mike, welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. It is great having you here. What's going on, man? Oh, man, just loving life here in the Blue Ridge Mountains, man. Oh yeah, it is good. It, uh, you're if you got to stay home, you're in a great place to stay home. It's easy to get distracted though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it certainly is. Well, hey, I'm so glad you're here, and I, I've been looking forward to this conversation uh, since we scheduled it. I was going to say all day long, but really since we scheduled it, mm-hmm. because I know that the value that you're going to bring to the table for our listeners on the Revenue Growth Podcast today is is phenomenal. I. If you're if you're tuned into the podcast right now, you know this is this is one of those podcasts that I have this sneaking suspicion you should get out a legal pad and a pen and get ready to take some notes because every time I talk to Mike, I learn something. Uh, Mike, we're going to talk about referrals today, and uh, I don't know if there's any 
more powerful way to grow your business other than referral. It's, it's incredible. I mean, you, you make the list of all the different ways you can grow, but referrals are, are so strong. Yes. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but, and there's a but, yes. a lot of people really struggle with referrals. And I know even, you know, when I was a sales leader, um, sales manager, um, you know, I would always hammer on the reps. Hey, did you get a referral? Did you ask for a referral? No, no. Why are, why are salespeople so hesitant to ask for referrals? I've got a few ideas, but I'm curious what you say. So a book that I co-wrote with two other guys a while ago that was a number one bestseller. It was amazing called Truth to Delusion. I have no rights to that book because I wasn't familiar with publishing contracts at the time, but you can still see my name on it. Anyways, we, we did Truth to Delusions. And one of the delusions about referral marketing is referrals are the safest way to grow your business. Delusion. Hmm, how so? Right? so? So all human beings experience primal fear. And the, and the greatest primal fear that we face is death. The second is rejection, right? Because we were a tribal people. And back when you used to get picked off around the fire by, you know, leopards and stuff like that, <laughs> it was really important to be part of a group because it gives yeah. you a chance. Maybe they get, you know, maybe they take Daryl and not me. Right, right. right. Be so, good to so, be in a group and not the, uh, the lone wolf by yourself in that totally. situation. And, and that's the fundamental, like if that's the problem with sales, right, mm -hmm. which is, making cold calls and things like that. And cold calls, by the way, have an amazing training application. Amazing. They can accelerate growth of sales reps if done correctly faster than anything I've ever seen. We can talk about that later. But the reason referrals are done so badly is because unconsciously, because of the awful training on referrals, and I mean awful training on referrals everywhere, Unconsciously, all sales reps know that when they ask for referrals, the person's making a judgment about them, their value. Mm, it's a moment of truth. Yeah, and that's the problem. See, referral marketing is not for everyone. It's not for every sales rep, and it's certainly not for every business, right? Ref within specific places, context, referrals are amazing but they look differently. So big, huge companies, referrals have a completely different place in the sales funnel. Small companies, financial advisors, that's my target market. That's my ideal client. Ideal clients drive growth, Daryl. Oh, you make my heart so happy, Mike. <laughs> right? Well, that's out of your book, right? But like, so my ideal clients are financial advisors. A bad financial advisor, if they do the math correctly, makes $35,000 per new prospecting appointment by referral. Wow. So when you do the math correctly, then you'll pay for the training to help you be able to predict the referrals. We, what we want to do is because we're afraid of rejection and every salesperson is, you and I both come from the ultimate growth engine for great sales reps in other fields, <laughs> copier sales. Right. right? <laughs> On the street, hardcore <laughs> rejection. Right. No question about that. So, so that fear of reject, rejection has, has sales leaders, right, business owners and sales reps restrict referrals to the part of the funnel where it drops in your lap because it validates you. You know what it's like when a client says, hey, I've got a referral for you. It validates you. You don't have any risk. Now, that mm. client's got a tremendous amount of risk, but you don't. 
And that's the biggest problem. Salespeople should be taking all the risk off of the clients, both in direct sales and in referral sales. And the only way you can do that is with systems, training, and coaching. Boom. Yeah. So when you think about, and, and this is really good to contemplate because I don't know that um, I've thought about this in a while is when a client gives you a referral, what are some of the risks that that client is taking? Well, think about it, right? So it's like a tripod, right? There's three minimum of three people involved in every referral process, mm-hmm. right? Other than an, a digital referral. And we're just going to call that, we'll call that marketing. How's that? Okay. But, you know, it, like you got the person wanting the referral, the sales rep, you got the person yeah, yeah. giving the referral, and then you got the person being referred to the prospective client. And so out of all those three, the person with the least amount of risk is the sales rep. That makes sense. The person giving the referral obviously has a risk that has the most you're going to bomb, you're going to carpet bomb them with yeah, well, prospecting they have, or you're going to be have the terrible. most risk yeah. because, because if you fail... If you are in, if you're an empty suit, to quote Larry Levine, right? <laughs> that's right, yeah, right, and that's why I love selling from the heart, right? Yeah, because I love Revenue Growth Engine because this is the practical application of how you really have to do things. You must have systems, and those systems must be vetted and tested and reexamined. But you also have to have a heart, and you also have to understand referrals. If you're not somebody that likes people, if you're not somebody that wants to engage with people, referrals are probably not. They'll be good, but they're not the best. And so back to, back to your thing is the person giving the referral has the most at risk, right? Because yeah. you have two relationships in play, right? The person being referred to, they have some buyer's risk and maybe they'll make their friend mad because they decide not to buy from you, but they're not going to be fired as a friend. And you, right. you've got no risk. risk. You didn't have to do anything. You got the referral, right? And so that's why I teach a giving strategy. And, and the real way to drive the referral growth engine is giving referrals on purpose within a system and measuring your giving. So you say, so you say a word that is near and dear to my heart and that's system. I know, you know, in the, we say in revenue growth engine that every business boiled down to its most basic level is people and processes, right? And you go in all over businesses, HR department, shipping and receiving finance department, there's oh. processes go to into sales department and marketing departments and it's like the wild west right there's just there's no process when there's no process there's no predictability so you know what the big difference is what's the difference who's got more accountability marketing or sales i think i know the answer to that sales yeah I right would, right oh Oh, Daryl, we got you all these market qualified leads. Right, oh, right. Oh, like we're look at look at how beautiful our website is. Look at we got a tons of visits. The problem is, and you, I think you say this in Revenue Growth Engine, and I say it all the time. Mm-hmm. When I talk about referrals, I talk about one KPI: appointments, not reaches. Like that's all part of it, but like the KPI in referrals is appointments, and anything else is crap. So when you think about systematizing this, creating a process around referrals, and, and people are, you know, we're all listening uh, in on this, think, thinking, hmm, referrals. Yeah, maybe I ask for some every so often, and, you know, maybe I give some here and there. But when you think about turning that into a process, something that's predictable, repeatable, measurable, um, coachable, what are, what are the core components of, 
of a referral process? So um, I'm, I'm going to tell you how I do it. So cool. free training. And by the way, if everybody's really good, I'll give you one piece of homework that made a person that I told this to $5,000 from one, one thing. You got my attention. All right. Um, it was a 10 minute speech and she made five grand. So, nice. Yeah. Nice. And so the homework is write down the name of your favorite client. And then I'll tell you more later, but write down okay. the name of your favorite client. <laughs> you too, Daryl, you gotta write down, write down the name of your favorite class. So, so here's the system. It starts with this. Um, all of my work starts with an assessment. So a highly scientific, accurate behavioral assessment to understand how you both normally and under pressure behave. Like, how are you inclined? Because in the referral process, just like in the sales process, if we really want to make it simple, and enterprise guys don't come after me. I know all about stakeholders, influence. I know all that stuff. We're boiling it down because a sales rep might be listening. So you have opening, you have closing, and you have customer service. And, and when you look at those three different areas, not every person is going to be as naturally inclined at high performance in all three. I've never seen anybody who's, who's at a 90 or above in all three. Mm -hmm. I'm, at, I, I'm at about 100 on closing because of my behavioral style. I am challenged in customer service. I'm being nice to myself. Right? <laughs> right. But, but I'm aware. So we start with assessments. Okay. Because yeah. assessment, because here's the secret to any training. You have to not only logically engage the ownership or leadership of the company, you have to emotionally engage them. And then you have to logically and emotionally engage the sales reps. And so when I'm coming at these folks with a serious system, which takes something that is so nice and shiny, but infrequent, mm -hmm. right? Remember, mm -hmm. they've got that huge confirmation bias because everyone loves to be the Sally Field. You like me. You really, really like me. So that's what <laughs> referrals are. And for a lot of sales reps, they can't move into intentional referral systems because they can't give up that validation. Mm. And, and I don't tell them wrong. I'm like, hey, that's great. Cold call more. Right? Right. <laughs> Cold call more. That's fine. Or get on LinkedIn and bother people like you and me. But um, anyways, you know, th the deal is this, is you start with assessments so that we can emotionally accept what areas we're going to have to be a little bit more focused and proactive in what areas that we should relish and look forward to. So that's our motivation, mm -hmm. right? So all prospects so I can close. <laughs> <laughs> that's and, right. And, and then I hire and partner based upon my weak, my weaknesses at some aspects of detailed customer service. And I do so with joyful abandon, right? And because I'm aware, because at the end of the day, Referrals are the most dangerous thing in the world because if you blow a referral relationship, they will tell everyone. Wow. And you, you can't advertise your way out of, of I, have, I have to go down the list of expletives. You can't advertise your way out of screwing somebody over. Yeah. Yeah. No question. Well, Mike, that, so, I mean, that is, yeah, that's so profound. We're going to take a break here to hear from our sponsors. And when we come back, I've got a question uh, that I really, really want. I'm just dying to hear. So uh, let's hear from our sponsors. We'll see you back in the podcast in just a moment. Welcome back to the Revenue Growth Podcast on the C-Suite Radio Network. Daryl Amy here Ooh. with Mike Garrison. We're having a fantastic conversation today about referrals 
And, you know, if you think about, here's, here's like the, the money question I want to ask in, in terms of, you know, if I'm somebody, thank you, Mike, if I'm somebody that um, has been um, unintentional, let's just say about referrals, that kind of person waiting for the validation to come along versus somebody that gets a system in place and that gets um, referrals going. Now, I'm thinking about this from the perspective of a salesperson who might be listening. And I'm also thinking about this from the perspective of a sales leader or business owner that says, wow, you know, we're not getting enough referrals. What if we got more? Like, what is the impact on an organization of, of getting uh, a referral system in place? You ready? So can we use you as an example? Sure. You feeling, I mean, I'm going to ask you some tough questions. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So how important are referrals for your business? They're, they're the game. They're, they are the game. Yeah. So how much of your marketing budget is allocated toward referral business? Zero. I think we have a problem, don't we? Yeah. No, well, I don't know. I, that's a very interesting question. I say zero. I don't know that there's a line item on my marketing budget that's allocated towards referrals. There is. Um, but that's the answer to your question, Daryl. Yeah. Yeah. How does this work out in an organization? When we take the most desired way, the mm -hmm. most cost efficient, the most multiplicative or exponential right. interaction one of your sales reps can have with a customer, referrals, because people that are referred to you are more likely to refer if you have a system. When we take what you have said is the most important and then we put it as a line item. And most companies, I'm just going to shameless plug, the first line item should be to hire somebody that can come in and consult with you and look mm -hmm. at the best way to add referrals more intentionally without killing everything else. Yeah. Right? I think, so a point well taken, by the way, and I think if you look at um, sales it's, training budgets in particular, right, the, the sales training is usually around prospecting, prospect, prospect, you know, some around closing. Um, but when it comes to, um, to referrals that the, you know, the pointed question out to the sales leaders there is how much time and budget have you put towards training your reps on referrals versus, versus, you know, things like prospecting. I, I think I know the answer on that in most organizations. Referral marketing is prospecting, Daryl. Well, I get what you're saying, but you know what I mean, Mike? I mean, that hardcore, you know, hit the no. phones and cold call. Referrals are just as powerful at the top of the funnel as they are at the bottom. This is the biggest problem that organizations, and this is the answer, additional answer. I don't, I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah, no, no, unpack like, that for us. So, so what we do is we make referrals at the bottom of the funnel. Like, so we are taking the least qualified salespeople we have, our clients, the least trained salespeople we have, our clients, and we're putting all of the emotional risk of trying to figure out how to find these people we're putting all the emotional risk of, of how getting them comfortable to introduce you. We're mm -hmm. putting all the emotional risk of trying, of, they have to get the rejection first, right? And so that's the problem. When you make referrals an intentional part of the sales and marketing budget, because we have to have them both aligned. Yeah, I would agree right? on that for sure. When you do that, all of a sudden, a trainer or a coach like me can say, hey, now that you're serious and now that you're going to invest money, now we can talk about ROI and we can talk about logically like business professionals and, and business owners and leaders. If you're investing this much money, how much money do we need to generate? And we can have a productive consulting agreement initially with math 
not mm-hmm. theory. We have to get right. to math, activity, and stuff yep. like that. But that's the problem. Referrals are amazing at the top of the funnel. They're unbelievable because if you're not in the market at all and you're not interested in product, why don't you tell me how somebody's going to get an appointment? But I'll tell you this, with the right training for me, I can show sales reps how to get appointments with people that aren't in the market for what they do and that love the rep they have by referral and nothing else can do that. And if you're a real sales leader, you know that sales cycles are long. And if we can start getting your reps into meetings, mm-hmm. productive meetings done the right way, and they don't have to be three hour pitch fest, but if we can get them into social meetings with the prospects ahead of time, we will eliminate the other guy before they even enter the funnel. Referrals own the top of the funnel. That's beautiful. So I'm what's- not passionate. No, I can't tell at all, Mike. There's no passion here at all. Hey, uh, I, you know, I, it's so so infectious hanging out with you just from the belief um, in terms of, of that you bring to everything that you've done. And every time I've talked to you, I feel that, that passion just oozing from me. I absolutely love that. So when you talk about referrals, you t- yeah, I mean, you talk about you've got to give to receive. So unpack that for, for us for a minute in terms of um, usually, uh, you know, I was taught, taught if you want referrals, you have to ask to receive. You say you've got to give to receive. So I, I have a hashtag like? for, for, that, for that. You know what I call people that ask to receive? And that's your strategy. So A, it's not a strategy, it's a habit. B, mm-hmm. you're a hashtag referral predator. <laughs> because you have nothing, like you're just another empty stew. You're, yeah. you're just another shill that's like, gimme, 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 gimme. And you have no understanding of actual how sales process works and you have no understanding of emotional risks and real risks, especially if that client that's referring you has a business relationship with that prospect they're introducing you to. Yeah, like yeah. this is why training is so important. And I'm not trying to scare people. Referrals are amazing and it's fun because at the end of the day, every sales rep that gets real referral training has hope. Yeah. Real hope because they want referrals. They love referrals. And when you show them how they can plan on it, and then when you show sales managers how they can lead and hold accountable, because like the most scary thing in the world is for a sales leader is to have some crazy referral trainer come in and say, hey, we're going to have everything be by referral, forget cold calling, forget prospecting, and like just you just let them go out there and be them. What? No, right. sir. Right. No, no, no. no. But, <laughs> so that's all I'm saying is like it, the, the reality is, Referrals are amazing, but you need a system, right? And so asking for referrals, there's nothing wrong with that. Here's the problem. Most sales reps are uncomfortable doing that because they know they're taking and they're not giving. And so when you install a referral giving system, there's two massive impacts. Number one, you get a community awareness of that sales rep and correlated that company as a community giver, right? You're Mm. a giver. Mm -hmm. Giving is an action and you don't have to close the sale just like your clients don't have to sale. But we just start with giving. The second thing is this, sales is hard. There's rejection involved in every part of sales, including referrals. Like when you do referrals, really do referrals, people are going to let you down that you thought were really going to help you. It sucks. But when you know that you are giving referrals on purpose and it's not tit for tat, like, so we have to find 
ways for you to powerfully give. And the great thing is, is I believe that there are bigger things involved in life, right? And if you are authentically giving in one area, it's amazing how it spreads around. That rep that's giving referrals is never afraid to ask for help because yeah. they believe they deserve it. This is why oh, that's that good. awful referral training doesn't work, Daryl, because all you're telling people to do is go out there and be a greedy punk. Mm-hmm. Right? And everyone knows that they want to earn it, but you don't earn it by having a slicker conversation or going on LinkedIn and snooping somebody's clients. You earn it by being known as a person who's giving. The other secret is this. You stop trying to get referrals from everyone. I everything in my referral system is about identifying who is willing to refer, who is mm-hmm. likely to refer using assessment training, mm-hmm. and then who is successful at referring, hmm. right? You have to measure all these things because the one problem that you have with referral marketing is time. Yeah. Re- referral marketing craters if you waste time without measurement. It's beautiful though, because I see the picture here. You know, you can't, you cannot control referrals given, or you can't re- control referrals received. But I can certainly control well, the number of referrals no. that I give out. No. Is that right? No, you're wrong. Okay, <laughs> give me some correction, Mike. <laughs> this is good. I'm failing the test here today, man. So let me ask you this: Why can't you control the referrals given? No, I was saying you can't control the referrals received, but I can't control the given. No, why can't you control the referrals given to you? I mean, I can't, I can't force you to give me a referral. Can I, I mean, I guess I could use simple like uh, math, like I would with prospecting, ask for five and get blank. So, So why couldn't you control the referrals given? It's because you're still thinking of referrals at the bottom of the market, bottom of the funnel. This is the disease that is destroying profitability for sales trainers and sales leaders. When we only think of referrals as a prospect who's like, hey, Daryl, I want to buy. We, right. we, we move referrals to the smallest population center, which is so stupid. Instead, if you, if you move out of the, hey, I got to write an order, mm-hmm. like, want a demo? Yeah, right. <laughs> if, yep. you, if you stop restricting referrals artificially to what they were never designed to be, Luke 10, thank you, mm-hmm. right? If, if you go back to over 2,000 years ago, it was a pretty mm-hmm. good marketing campaign, right? Mm-hmm. If, you, if you move them back and, and you look at referrals across the entire sales process and the entire sales funnel, all of a sudden you go, I can predict referrals. I can, as I develop these referral relationships and I, as I'm giving to other people, as I'm having authentic conversations and I'm measuring things, I like if, if we were at that point, I don't know if we are, Daryl, I could get on LinkedIn and look at the people you know, and I can say, hey, Daryl. And it looks like this, folks. Daryl, say you know Joe Brown who runs Brown Financial. Do you know Joe Brown at Brown Financial? And you go, yeah. See, Joe's somebody I really like to meet, right? I don't, even, I don't know if Joe would even want to meet with me. Would you be open to a conversation about possibly introducing me to Joe. I'm not saying have Joe call me. I'm just opening the possibility. So you have to do research and referrals too, unless you just want to sit around like I did in high school, hoping some girl would call and say, right. let's go out. Yep. Right? So you take all of the traditional sales skills and you, you move referrals out of the bottom into the whole funnel. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I, I think that, um, 
but I, I what I'm seeing here, and and this is you know, steer me if I'm um, off track on this. I can, I mean, I can. When you're talking about giving referrals inside the system, I'm assuming that you're saying, hey, you know, if you want to receive referrals, you should take your clients who are good, you know, your best referral sources, and you should refer those clients to potential clients all the time, right? That's one aspect of it. So there's, okay. there's, there's a couple of different aspects. And that's, you know, one part of the system is like, it starts with this. Remember that homework, that best mm-hmm. client name that you wrote down? I'm not going to ask you who the name is because who knows might hear this, right? But <laughs> I want you and everyone else that wrote out the name of their favorite client yeah. to, to make a really hard call. I want you to call them up. I want you to say the most magical words. Hey, how can I help you? And then shut up, right? Because referrals aren't just business. Referrals are, hey, I'm having a really hard time and I'm like, my sister is really suffering from COVID, right? Mm-hmm. She's, she's past that, but it's wrecked her. Like if, if I could find the right doctor to help with her lungs, that would be amazing, right? Because right now she's an invalid. You know, referrals, yeah. Yeah. referrals were meant to be much more than just deals. And giving isn't always about giving cash because some of your clients could care less. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. of your clients might really just love the recognition from you where every time they give you a referral, you send them some brownies or you, or, or you just show appreciation. Some of them just might like to have you come up to them once a quarter or so and just say, hey, look, I got to tell you, you, the way you've helped me, here's what we've done with the company because of your, like, there are so many different ways. And so when you say, I'm going to give, it's not a linear, I'm going to give you cash. It's, I'm going to interact with you. And here's the even better thing. And this is for a new rep right? The new rep out there or the sales manager's got a team of newer reps and you're like, these dudes don't have the the account base to really produce a lot of referrals. It doesn't matter. Hmm. They can call up clients and they can, they can humble themselves. Humility Mm -hmm. is a superpower in referrals, Mm -hmm. superpower Mm -hmm. because other people are involved. And if you're arrogant, it's usually doesn't work out, but call up that client and say, Hey, how can I help you? And they'll tell you, maybe they won't tell you the first time, but if you're consistently engaging with them, in addition to client service, if you're consistently engaging, maybe it takes five times. And sometimes it takes 10 times for me with, with clients, right? But that 10th time when they say, you know what, I'm really struggling over here. And you say, oh, okay. Well, I, I don't know anybody that can do that for you, like, but I'm going to find somebody. And when, when, when that client says, like, I need to meet a structural engineer, you don't know one. Well, I guarantee new sales rep, when you go back to your sales manager and you go back to the owner of that company, someone in that company, you, you're not alone. You've got all these resources. Community is eternal, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're not just the sum of your own network and your own abilities. You're the sum of the people that you associate with. That's really beautiful. I love the heart behind all of that. I love the... It's just a different, it's a different way to think about uh, referrals. And this, every time I talk to you about this, I get challenged. So I feel like you, I've been Sorry. taking this school today and it's Sorry. good. It's really good. <laughs> no, it's a, being challenged is, is fantastic. And I think, um, you know, I think that we need to shake things up in terms of how we think about referrals. And you've definitely done that for us today, Mike. I just, I appreciate you, man. And I am so Thanks. thankful for, um, for the passion you bring and for the the practical nature of what you're talking about. And, you know, one of my biggest takeaways 
from this is, uh, and I think this is a question we all have to, to ask ourselves is, if you want referrals, how much are you investing in um, getting good at it? And we got processes for prospecting, traditional prospecting. We train people on how to get on the phone. We train people on, you know, how to do this. How much training um, and how much time are you investing in your sales team? Um, you know, equipping them to do that. And and so I think that is a very profound question, um, especially now when we're all sitting, um, you know, in virtual offices. Uh, while this is being recorded, the the power of referrals in this season may be more important than ever, right? Totally. And, and I want to encourage those sales leaders out there. I'm not telling you that the sales training that you've invested in and the marketing, that that's lost. It's It's even more valuable when we align and integrate everything around referrals. Because mm-hmm. I'm never going to tell you not to cold call. Remember I said earlier, here's the beauty of cold calling cold calling accelerates sales reps growth because it's the only way we can have them have enough conversations quickly enough mm-hmm. to be able to develop skill. Like I'm an advocate for some form of cold calling as a training mechanism mm-hmm. alone. And we do know it works. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But, but like it's hard to do referrals if you don't know how to talk to a customer. Yeah, that's that's certainly, cool. like, certainly true. All that training that these guys have invested in, it's not wasted. We're just mm-hmm. going to align it and integrate it with what you really want, and it, it supercharges. That's so good. Well, Mike, thank you so much for sharing time with us today. We'll put notes in the show notes on how to get a hold of you. You've got uh, you've got so many uh, great things to offer, and and uh, it's always a pleasure talking with you, and and just. Thank you. Thank you for being just this bright light of encouragement, enthusiasm, and passion everywhere you go. I appreciate you, man. Uh, God bless you, Daryl. It's been an inspiration watching you and what you've done. Uh, well, fantastic. And uh, thank you to everyone listening in today. You know, as we said at the beginning of the show, this is an important time for all of us uh, to bring passion to what we do. Uh, it is going to be revenue growth that pulls us out of the hole that we're in right now. And so all of you in sales, in marketing, that own companies, I just hats off to you for the work that you're doing, the strategy you're putting behind it, the creativity, all of it. Uh, Right now, as we say at the C-Suite Radio Network, you've been driving and thriving, and I appreciate that. So till next week, as we always say, let's get going and let's get growing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Would you like to get complimentary access to the Revenue Growth Engine audiobook? Just text the word REVENUE to 21000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book. You'll get instant access to the audiobook so you can get ideas to help you grow your revenue so you can scale your impact. Text the word REVENUE to 21000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book to get instant access. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found ideas to help you drive exponential revenue growth so your business can make more of an impact. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, make sure to like or subscribe. It also helps us spread the word if you'd be kind enough to leave a review. Of course, we'd love it if you would share this with your friends. 
Together, we are growing revenue so we can scale our impact.